Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's Freedom Friday, and time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. Okay, so we had a little bit of news that happened here recently, and that was the release of the Arizona Senate report on the Maricopa County election audit result. And of course, this was for the presidential election back in November of 2020. As a point of reference, the state of Arizona had approximately 3.5 million votes that were cast in the entire state. And out of that, a little over 2 million of them were cast just in Maricopa County alone. Maricopa County, by the way, historically in the state of Arizona, is the bastion of liberalism. And I'd also like to point out that out of the 3.5 million total votes, approximately 2 million of those were done by early voting or put into drop boxes. For our liberal friends out there, they'll be the first ones to come to you and say, hey, the results of this audit not only showed that Biden still won the majority of the votes in Arizona, but in reality, they actually gained an additional 360 votes as a result of this audit. And to be honest with you, unless you happen to be following Newsmax or do your homework on the internet, you're probably thinking the same thing. And technically, what's being uh, told about the extra 360 votes is absolutely correct. What you don't find in these stories is that the audit, which is actually called a forensic audit, had several parts to it, one of which included a full hand count recounting of those uh, approximately 2 million votes that took place in Maricopa County, which, by the way, have been counted and recounted at least two or three times. So it's truly not a surprise that when they get to the end of counting them again, the results are similar. And I don't care how many times you count them. Maybe the next time they count them, Trump will get an extra 360. But the bottom line is the overall count of what is technically there has remained about the same. But remember, this is a little bit different than just a recount. This was a forensic audit. And as a forensic audit, they did multiple different testings to check the legitimacy of what happened. And this audit actually was broken into four different phases. Voter history, paper ballots, voting machines, and then the certified results. When the complete audit was done... Forget the extra 360 votes, which were basically the paper ballots that they're talking about. They found that there were, by actual numbers, 49,718 of these votes, which were questionable. 
And what they did is, as they were identifying these questionable votes, they labeled them. They labeled them as either critical, high, or medium. So what do those little labels mean? So, and I'm reading it right now. If a ballot finding impacted more than 10,000 potential votes, the severity level was classified as critical. If the ballot finding impacted more than 5,000 potential votes, but less than that 10,000, then it was classified as high. And if a ballot finding impacted more than 1,500 potential votes, but less than 5,000, it was classified as medium. And actually, if a ballot finding had less than 1,500 potential votes, the severity level that was then classified as low, which meant it was virtually disregarded. Now that's important because I'm going to give you a breakdown of those 49,718 questionable votes they found. And, and I'm going to give you the labels that were assigned to each one. And when I'm doing this, I want everybody out there to keep in mind that the margin of victory across the entire state of Arizona, Biden over Trump, was 10,457 votes. So you can imagine that the findings of this forensic audit with almost 50,000 questionable votes means that it's actually not over yet. So let's go through these 49,000 and some odd change votes. Here we go. And I'm going to tell you them with the largest number of questionable votes in groupings and then work my way down to the smallest number. Keep in mind, the total will all come up to just under 50,000 votes. There were 23,344 mail-in ballots that were counted from individuals who no longer lived at the address to which the mail-in ballot was sent. This audit referred to these as mail-in ballots voted from a prior address in the voter history phase. These were labeled as a critical impact. Going on, there were 9,041 more ballots returned by voters than received in the voter history phase. Interesting. That was labeled with a high impact assessment. 5,295 voters that potentially voted in multiple counties when they got to the certified results phase. I guess that means they voted more than once. High impact that was given. There were 3,432 more ballots cast than the list of people who show as having cast a vote. I don't know how that can happen, but that was picked up in the certified results phase and was given a medium impact. 2,592 more duplicates than original ballots in the ballot phase. 
given a medium impact. There were 2,382 in-person voters who had moved out of Caracopa County in the certified results phase. Hmm. Given a medium impact. There were 2,081 voters who moved out of state during the 29 days preceding the election in the voter history phase. Of course, that would make them ineligible to vote since they were no longer representing that county. Once again, given a medium impact. And there were 1,551 votes that were counted in excess of the voters who voted in the certified results phase, which gave a medium impact. And as a matter of point, there were 3,587 votes that were actually put into the low impact category across 14 different findings, which were subnoted as being negligible. I mean, it was still 35, 3,600 votes. Now, there were also a couple more reports that were done at the same time as that forensic audit. One was called a pattern recognition of early voting ballot return envelope images for signature presence detection report. That's a mouthful. And, and as a result of that one, it showed that there was uh, just about 10,000 more early vote ballot envelopes that were moving forward to the verification process than what the audit determined as to be eligible to go forward. Which in our terms, means that when Maricopa County counted all of their ballots, they had 1,917,000 of these ballots that were eligible to move on to the verification process. But the audit determined that only 1,907,000 of them, which again was just about 10,000 less, should have been eligible to move forward to begin with. Interesting because that also is just about the exact number that was needed for the margin of victory. The third report that was done was a it was from cyber. It was a cybersecurity firm that came in there. And there was no question about it. Maricopa County failed everything. They failed to perform the basic patch management. They failed to update their antiviruses. They failed to preserve security logs. They never established or monitored a baseline. And they failed to establish and monitor a network communications baseline either. What does all that mean? I'm not really sure. The only thing that we can take from it is that the word failed showed up on virtually every aspect of the cybersecurity. So do we hear about any of this from our local media? Which I might add includes Fox News. Not at all. The only thing that we have heard over the last week is that this audit confirms that Biden not only 
won in Arizona, but he gained more votes. That's the only thing that we heard. In reality, these questionable, which were all either critical, high, or medium by ratings, could have affected the outcome of this election four to five times over. The number they came up with included almost 25,000 mail-in ballots, even though the person was no, living, no longer living at that address. wonder where they were living. How about the official canvas, which didn't match who voted? They were off by almost 12,000 votes, which was more than the entire margin of victory. And how about the people who voted multiple times? That was almost 11,000 people. Multiple times in multiple counties. And of course, there's, what, 2,600 of them that were duplicate ballots, which were more than the original ballots. Just go back. We're at 50,000 of these questionable things that were found as a result of this forensic audit. And my friends, this isn't across the state of Arizona. This is just purely in Maricopa County. So what's next? Is it, is it over? Well, the state Senate, at the conclusion of announcing this audit, fully expected that the Arizona Attorney General, a person by the name of Mark Brnovich, to follow up on these results and aggressively delve into it. He said, and I quote, I will take all necessary actions that are supported by the evidence and where I have legal authority. The line items that came out of it as to what to do next. The envelopes which had blank signatures. A lot of questions there had to be answered. Their failure to keep any data files or preserve them. What about the chain of custody? Churning of logs. They had to find out why that happened and exactly who did it. Why were there duplicate ballots? And who broke the law? And were they done by the same person? How come the numbers didn't reconcile? That thing should be spot on every single time, but they don't add up. What about the county not wanting this to be done? Their unwillingness to spend resources to get it done. And why was the cybersecurity so weak? These things need answers. And actually, it's not over. This is exactly what this audit was all about, to try to come up with recommendations. These are the recommendations. Now it's going to be up to the Attorney General of the state of Arizona to follow up. So hang in there. You've just heard a, a, perhaps a little different perspective than what you had, and you're getting ready to take down your Trump 2024 flag or whatever. Don't do it. I wouldn't do it yet. we still got a ways to go. And you see, the most important thing here is that Arizona, with what they have coming out as their findings, fuels other states. It fuels Georgia to come out with, in Atlanta to do a forensic audit. It also fuels areas in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin. 
That's what it's doing. These results are dangerous because they show that you had up to five times the margin of victory could have been affected, not just on a low impact. That's, that's what the news media is telling you. It's all low impact. It has nothing to do with it. There's always a little bit of fraud. Uh-uh. These were labeled critical, high, and medium. If you go back to my definitions of what they all come from, this isn't over yet. Stay with us, our friends. Keep the faith. Thank you for joining up with my podcast this week. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.